Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If. Only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Fabulous. Okay, hello. Hello, can you hear that crunching noise? Listeners, I'm on a walk because I need to record an episode of Homo Sapiens, this exhibit A. But I've been working like a dog, D-A-W-G, to spell it. And I need to get outdoors. I need to move. You know that feeling? When you've just been sitting at a desk. So it's the most beautiful frosty day. I'm going to take a picture of the church. Let me take a picture for you. Oh my god, magic. There you go, picture. Oh, and I'm going to take a picture of a horse. So there's a horse. And so I'm coming to you live from a walk. Just walked through a turnstile. Birds are tweeting. There's frost all over the ground. And I'm walking in the English countryside in the Cotswolds, because that's where I live, as you know. But it's just the most beautiful day. And good for the brain isn't it to get moving good for the soul how are you all big news in the sweeney mcdonald household is um i'm going to australia uh so any aussies that we want to interview for the podcast please write in and let me know going to be there over sydney world pride as well or is it just called world pride i can't remember now so that'll be exciting because guess who's performing kylie so that's cool There'll be all sorts of big names there, I'm sure of it. Is anyone listening, planning on going? Anyone want to be my plus one? That's not why I'm going to Australia, I'm going for work. But don't you worry, we're going to stay on air. I'll be broadcasting to you from Australia. Uh, Every nook and cranny, I'm going to be on the Gold Coast, near Brisbane. Never been. People say it's called Bris Vegas. Can people please tell me if that's accurate or offensive? Or both. And... The dog's got an eye infection, so that's a whole thing. He's being very brave. So he's got eye drops, those are going in twice a day. And my mother's coming to stay today, which will be lovely. We're going to hang out. She's bringing some ingredients to make a courgette pie, which is just so nice, isn't it? My mum calls me up, she's like, what have you got there? Have you got this? Have you got that? Ingredients whose names now escape me. And um, I said, yeah, I think so. Right, I'm going to bring courgettes and a couple of other bits. I'm going to make a pie when I get there. Which is so lovely. And I feel very lucky because I love, love hanging out with my mum. She's actually been on an episode of this podcast, by the way, for anyone who remembers. She got into the back of the car once when me and Will were recording because we were picking her up from shopping. 
so that's my big news. It's travel, it's mothers, it's dogs. Now, today, on episode... On episode? No, this podcast is called Homo Sapiens, Chris. You'd think by episode 497 that you'd know that. On today... Sorry, I'm walking up a hill and it's actually... You know, always at the beginning of the walk. Very, very sprightly. Because I think part of me is trying to get it over and done with. Even though I should just stop and smell the roses. Frozen roses. Just look at the view, Chris. I'm going to slow down. So today, we've got Baby on the show from Drag Race UK. Baby is a non-binary artist and performer and drag race icon. Kind of no longer identifying as a drag queen. Very interesting because if you remember, Baby left the show. Baby eliminated themselves on episode five. Going into a field for the sheep. If I get attacked, please call 999 or 111. You'll be able to hear if I've been attacked. Um, Did sheep attack? No. And when Baby left, she said it was for her mental health and kind of lifted a lid on a lot of what was going on at Drag Race and a lot of the pressure that she felt. And very interesting. I just like... I like the way she's going about her stuff. You know, now... As, as Baby outside of the competition is releasing music. Really good music, kind of reinventing themselves. And I think it's interesting, you always get these people who are like, like, you had it with Big Brother, you had it with Love Island, you had it with um, I'm a Celebrity. Like, the early days of something, people just sort of commit to the competition and go through with it. And then I think people start to kind of rebel against the format, or not rebel, maybe it's not as active as that, but, like, choose to say if it's not working for them. And Baby spoke really beautifully about mental health, and so many people have responded really well to what Baby said about their own mental health. So... Uh, I'm very excited to chat to them. You know, we talk all about drag race, we talk all about mental health, we talk all about growing up and music and get all the skinny on all sorts. Okay, for anyone who wants to know about walk progress, I'm at the top of the hill now. So, oh, thank God it's down here. So hopefully, I've got to take you all another picture. This is unbelievable. Wow, look at that. Uh, Have you caught up with last week's episode of Juno Dawson? Uh, Lots of lovely messages about that. So thank you all. Get in touch with us. Hello at homosapienspodcast.com or on Instagram at homosapiens. Tell us what you thought of the episodes. Tell us what you connected with. Tell us what you didn't. Tell us everything. We'll talk about it. A problem shared is a problem halved, people. And send agony, uncles. What are you wrestling with? Is it what to wear on Saturday night, or is it bigger? I don't know whether to get back together with my ex. Or ex is plural. We'd like to hear them. Let's sort it out. On to messages. I would do a keyboard sound, but I can't, because I don't have my keyboard, because I'm in a rambler now. We are rambling together, all of us. A lot of you listen to this podcast while walking the dog and things. So it's quite nice. We're walking together here. Slow down, would you? Um, John got in touch about last week's episode with his story about uh, skiving PE. Oh, John, I love this. 
Writing fake notes from my parents to excuse John from PE due to my ongoing back issue. Heart emoji, rainbow emoji. We must have been just behind you. Class of 2000, I always said there was something in the water. So this was in response to Gino telling a story about how queer people always sky PE. I mean, did you do that? I know I did. My cricket teacher actually told me to bring a book. They said, do you want to bring a book next week? I.e., there's no point in you playing the sport. Which... I'm grateful for, to be honest. Jack also got in touch about the Juno episode. Jack is a trans man. Great episode of Juno. Men like me rarely get to speak on these trans issues. And that's okay. I'm fully aware that my trans sisters are in so much more danger than me, thanks to misogyny. Weirdly enough, cismogyny is also why I remain A, invisible, and B, not a threat when I am exposed because a man with a vagina is not a threat, apparently. In brackets. And trans male experience is comparable to trans women's and femme non-binary people's in that passing is what gives security. Trans men and non-binary masks that don't pass as cis get the lion's share of discrimination amongst men. But sexuality also plays a massive part. I know my position as a gay trans man is more complex than a straight trans guy, for example. At the end of the day, this interview just shows also how, just like the rest of the LGBTQIA plus community trans experience cannot be reduced to one homogenous thing. So true, Jack. I will always use my male privilege to try and stand up for, protect and advocate for the women in our community. My life isn't perfect, and there's a huge layer of misunderstanding of the trans male experience. For example, you only have us on to discuss pregnancy or parenting. I'm waffling, but our experience is worth a chat too. Well, Jack, I want to say thanks. I love that you took the time to write in and point out a very good point. So, What um, we should do is let's have a chat, come on the podcast, let's talk about it in a broader sense, because you're absolutely right. Um, That would be lovely. Cool. Let's get it booked in. Uh, We'll get that sorted. Thomas has been in touch after writing to his MP about Westminster's decision to block the gender recognition reform bill in Scotland. Thomas, I love this. Activism. Okay, wrote to my MP, Alan Dorans, yesterday, who is SNP, and he wrote back today. Top bloke and a trans ally. Good, we like them. Alan wrote back stating, with my colleagues in the SNP in Westminster and Holyrood, I will vigorously oppose this move as a direct attack on devolution, on democracy and on the rights of trans people. It's important to note that the UK government already recognises and respects gender recognition certificates issued by other countries. Such a good point, and thank you for reminding us. The same should legally and morally apply to those issued in Scotland. Yes. Thank you, Thomas, and everyone, write to your MP. You can Google how to do it. Maybe we'll put it in the show notes. Let's do it. Uh, And then Madonna uh, announced her tour. And then we were asking anyone if anyone has got tickets. I mean, it looks like you'd have to sell your house to get them, but fine. It's just so expensive. Like, why does it have to be so expensive? Um, To be honest, I couldn't name you a single price, but that was what I was gleaning online. Unless you've seen it, Chris, don't comment, because otherwise you're part of the problem. This is why we get this hysteria online. I've never even seen the ticket prices. I take it back. I'm sorry, everybody. Um, Hey, so Stephen got in touch with a very demure, calm message about Stephen's own ticket adventures. You will remember Stephen, who often features in our Christmas special for some reason, with wonderful voice notes. Um, Homo sapiens honeys, I believe is what he calls us normally. But let's have a listen to his voice note. Did I manage to get tickets for Madonna? Yeah, I did actually. Got some really good seats. Did I manage to get tickets at the O2? No, I didn't! I'm going all the way to Copenhagen to save our mother, Madonna! 
Stephen, it's just a matter of time before you get your own TV show, isn't it? Hang on. I'm going to have a sip of coffee. I brought a coffee with me. This is no novice rambler you got here. Um, without further ado, let's have a listen to this lovely chat with Baby. There's two parts. There always is. We had a giggle. It's a really nice chat. Here you go. Baby! Hello. We've had such a funny time. Baby's been on like 47 different devices trying to get this interview started. Yes. It's been like going down to a branch of Dixon's with you, if I'm honest. It was just like an event. I feel like sometimes you've got to like work for things. And I would put in work for this interview. Do you know what I mean? Listen, it's suspense, right? It's that it's all part of life as a performer. Yeah. You know, the ups and downs, the dynamics. Yes. yes. Dynamics. Mm. Exactly. So what about in your family dynamic? Like, where did you grow up and stuff so i grew up between north london and essex so it was i was in like wood green Turnback lane like, like north north london oh yeah my dad and, dad. and then around six me and mum moved up to haynort if you know haynort by newbury park but um, i basically grew up around there and obviously like saw my dad on the weekends in like north london to kind of like, split between the two yeah so people ask me where i'm from i'm kind of like mm. but i have like i have like um like a suburban mentality with like a hood heart do you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I love that. What is Ilford like, though? Because Ilford is Essex, right? So it's like the border. So where Hainal is, it's like really weird because the Londoners are like, that's Essex. And like people from like deep Essex, uh, like Ricky, like South End, they're like, you're not from Essex. And we're just like, well, somebody claim us, please. Like, it's, yeah, I don't know. That's interesting. Uh, growing up as a queer person, I mean, would you... You could do queer person. Okay. What was that like in that part of the world? I find it quite macho is my image of it. But it was horrible. I'm not going to lie. Because obviously we're in the suburbs. I think being gay at school is like a bit of like a... And then I was like the only like gay black person in like the whole area. And it was just like, you, we're going to pick on you. Oh, <laughs> so that's like, rubbish. Yeah, rubbish. But like, I don't know it's like character development i hate to say it because i hate to be like b- bully people it makes them grow but um, i feel like in the things that i like about myself are because i've been bullied i think mm-hmm. so i think the amount of like compassionate empathy and respect i have for others because i know how it feels i go out of my way to be very nice to people and i kind of like that about myself mm-hmm. so like yeah like it, it, it sucks what we're here now yeah adversity is terrible but if we're to look on the plus side, like it's like it does help you grow, right? Yeah. And I love that it's, you say it gives you empathy because I think that's so true and lacking in this world. Yeah, no, I find that. I don't know. I feel like, especially with like being performers and stuff like that as well, like you kind of like have to keep on going and you kind of like have to like focus on yourself, especially where in the drag scene now, it's so, I would say there's so many people, it's like you kind of like, sometimes end up sitting on people's toes to do some stuff and it's like I'm one of those people just like no like if I said I'm gonna like help you get this gig I will help you get this gig because mm. like it's just important that having that like sisterhood and having that like that camaraderie I guess because we are still like if there's lots of us we're also like every like small subsection of society so I like to think there is some kind of allyship going on in some capacity Hold up 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. So, but now, am I right in saying you're no longer calling yourself a drag artist? Is that true? Yeah, or a drag queen. Like, I'm kind of just yeah, drag queen. Yeah, no, I'm just vibing. Um, I just see myself as just like an artist and a performer person. I think mm-hmm. doing drag race, I was like, oh, like I feel uncomfortable. Why do I feel uncomfortable? And then it's like you need to like, put on more makeup. It's like, but I feel uncomfortable wearing that much makeup. Like, what about this journey is feeling uncomfortable to me? And obviously, we're still in the process of figuring it out and whatever, because mm. like evolving, growing as a human being. But um, at the moment, I'm just happy being some non-binary bitch who can dance and make music and acts and things and models and dance really cool shit. <laughs> I don't mind being that person. That's fine. It's enough, and it's working for you, by the way. Thank you. But one of the things I love about you is I feel like you're someone in like a prison drama who broke out, like <laughs> who like you know what I mean? Because I feel like there is a real devotion to the church of root or the church of drag race you know like yeah and i think that's quite interesting well you tell me but like the breadth of what drag means and the evolution of it that is not new you know it's important to note that like drag has been very varied for a long long time and but then there's the kind of commercialized version of drag and all of that but um it feels like people are breaking it up and making their own rules a bit more uh, so many brilliant people are doing yeah, that. Of course. Yeah, no, I feel like I kind of got lost in the commercialization of it a little bit. Um, I feel like because I've obviously watched the show for years, I know that like when I go on the show, I'm going to be wearing like my news fishnets. I'm going to have my corset on. I'm going to be hitting certain silhouettes. I'm going to be hitting certain things. And you have to give the judges variety. And da, 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 da. Yeah. And I feel like washing it back, I'm kind of just like, oh, like that's me, but like that's not like the purest representation of my artistry. And I feel like the, mm. the way that I want to represent my art isn't suitable for that platform. And I'd be like, yeah, fair enough. Like maybe that's not the way that I want to go about it. So some girls are quite like, you know, rhinestones and the feathers and the bells and the whistles. I'm just like, I just have a really cool top on with some titties on it and a <laughs> little mullet and I'm having a great time. <laughs> like, to me, that's fab. Like, to me, that's like fashion. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm doing my own thing. Now you're making me think, not prison drama, you're making me think of when Jerry left the Spice Girls. Like, she didn't want to be manufactured. She was like, I'm going to do it my own way. <laughs> I feel like you're putting words in my mouth, sweet. I don't know. Like... <laughs> but in a way, it's more fashion. So maybe you're Victoria Beckham. It's just so many ideas are coming to me right now. Yeah. <laughs> Will you come back for the reunion? That's what everybody wants to know. Um, but you've been doing DragCon. I did DragCon. You know what it is? I feel like... DragCon was like kind of wrapping a bow in the experience. I think I kind of needed it. Mm-hmm. I think um, 
obviously, because obviously we filmed it so long ago, and like, you know what's happening. Everyone's like, baby, I'm rooting for you. You're sick because you did good at girl group. And I'm like, oh, like, I'll leave in a couple of weeks. No one knows. <laughs> um, then kind of like going through that emotionally again was very like kind of complex. Yes. And then doing DragCon, I kind of got to see the fan side of it. And obviously that like, now I've been in the show so much of what we're doing is behind the scenes stuff. And you're having meetings with BBC and World of Wonder and stuff like that. But actually getting to go and meet the people who actually watch the show and have nothing to do with making it kind of mm. helped me put a different perspective on it. Lovely. And when like mums are like, yeah, mums are like bringing their kids to like meet me and stuff and like crying. Like, oh, like thank you for inspiring my daughter. I'm like, I am not inspirational, but like I think that like, thanks. That's you know what I mean. Like that's really, really cool. I'd yes, say. you are baby. You know, when you're at those things, I think it's amazing to go and meet the people who are watching for exactly those reasons you just said. It's like, what a true connection but what do you what does it what does drag represent to people what is it they're connecting with if they're not from the lgbtq plus community in any way i guess it's just seeing queer people's humanity i think that's the only way i can describe it i think mm-hmm. drag races are a good way of like telling people's stories and telling people's narratives and kind of like putting in depth behind why that person is the way that they are and i think people getting to see kind of the struggles that we go through and you know, the adversity that we face in life and stuff. I think people can find that very inspiring and like, kind of get an insight into the community. Because a lot of people that live in like somewhere in the middle of nowhere in England, they don't know any gay people that have had a conversation with a queer person. Like that is our only insight into that. And I think, yeah, again, the humanity is what draws them in and go, well, like there's just some person make up, like dancing with things that's a human being. If it kind of like, breaks down the walls a little bit. It's really interesting that, isn't it? Mm. Because I, I don't know, I, I sort of go, why do people have to be shown that in order to think that's the case? <laughs> you know, don't we all kind of understand fundamentally that everyone's going through something? Yeah, but I, well, obviously I think subconsciously as humans, we feel the need to like relate to people or find ourselves represented mm-hmm. in some, to have some form of like connection. So obviously looking at some like girls and like some like drag shows, like, I have, nothing to do with you like why would i care about that but when you see the humanity you go oh i could be something like that oh actually you're a person like me mm-hmm. then the empathy and the sympathy comes in and then the respects and that it all kind of like comes in through humanity mm. yeah that makes i mean it makes a ton of sense and then when it's come to your new project you know doing music and um you've got your song theater which is amazing thank you tell me a bit about what because i you know i read that you know it's an ode to queer rage and mm-hmm. i read that and then i go you grew up listening to loving tlc and kylie minogue and i think what how do these things feed into each other where is the queer rage and kylie spinning around <laughs> <laughs> um so i think I always really loved pop. No, no, not always, actually. When I was about 13, when I was around 13 and I started learning um, piano and stuff, that was pop songs were the easiest songs to like, learn because it's not the easiest to learn, but the easiest to like, get like, the sheet music for it. They're the easiest to find covers of it and find tutorials of it. So I kind of like started leaning more into like pop music and stuff. And then I really liked the way that they're, that they're written. I like, like the traditional structures and the way that they're like applied and like, played with. And for me... If you listen to like the, uh, that kind of like pre chorusy bridgey bit, like when they jump, the sad, I'm feeling that to me is such as like standard like pop. Like here's it has like the sections yeah. of like here's this rhyme scheme, here's this rhyme scheme. We're gonna make the melody change for this bit and give a bit of variation. And I really find that so amazing. So I wanted to start slam that in, but also like I was angry about some stuff mm. and I needed to release that. And for me, I ha- wanted to play with the both sides of it because I think the theater was more about like. 
you know, wanting to be successful, wanting to achieve these things, wanting to be that person you visualize yourself as, but actually in that environment, sometimes giving into your rage is like the best form of like self-preservation. And I feel like I had to, I guess, give into like the theater or the drama of like leaving drag race just to fucking save myself. Mm-hmm. And it takes a lot of um, self-belief to make that decision to go. I think I believe in myself a lot. Yeah. yeah. So who <laughs> instilled that in you? See, it's probably about my mum, to be honest. She was so like, you can do anything you want. You're going to have to work hard for it. But anything you want to do, you can do it. You're talented, you're kind, you've got this. And think always kind of like, let me know that like, it's not going to be easy. But if your heart is the right place and you have enough work ethic, like sure. So that's why like, mum put me in what like, tap dance classes and stuff when I was what, like eight. Wow. It was like, oh, you like dancing? You like dancing? Okay, well, we're in North London. There's loads of gangs. How about you go and dance every weekend? It is really productive with your time. So then by the time I'm like 13, I'm like, okay, cool. I can do all this really cool stuff. And I get to just like, then focus on the artistry side of it. I think when I was like a teenager, that was like, you know, you learn all the instruments. You learn like classical singing. You learn like singing in the choir. And like, I feel like I got all the skills, but I didn't have any life experience to manifest that in the way that I wanted it to be it uh-huh. was like i was like 18 singing very big songs about love so i've never been in a relationship but that has nothing to do with me but now i'm 27 in a couple of months and i'm growing i've experienced life a little bit i can take the technique that i have and apply that artistically to make things that i think are really really cool yeah because you went to the brit school right i did go to the brit school yes <laughs> so that famously for anyone who doesn't know is where like adele went amy winehouse went uh who else went there fk twigs went jesse J. J went there there's a few there's a few so did you have a chat with Twigs on Drag Race? Oh no, literally like we like she was just on the desk and we didn't get to speak to her. I think um she has to make on, but um I think to be fair, even getting to speak to her on the main stage was like enough. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> obviously you guys see such a small section of it, but I did get to have a bit of just like a, I really love you, you're awesome. And like oh, getting to do that was like cool. That's <laughs> lovely. Yeah. I'm still walking. Calf muscles seizing up a little. I need to stretch that. Don't ever do stretches. I do the exercise and then I think, can't be bothered. Literally just want to go and lie down, face down on the carpet. And I know it creates injuries, but you know what? I don't think I care. It's not bad. Um, that's the end of part one. I'm still walking. Part two, I'll still be walking. Go and get it on the feed. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Powered by Spirit Studios.